This Money Wise podcast is underwritten in part by Sound Mind Investing. For more than 30 years, do-it-yourself investors have relied on SMI for proven strategies and trustworthy guidance. SMI helps people build wealth so they can provide for their families, prepare for the future, and give generously. You can learn more at soundmindinvesting.org. Ask not what your finances will do to you in 2023. Ask what you will do with your finances. Hi, I'm Rob West. Okay, that's a play on a famous JFK quote, but I think it describes the need to take a proactive role with your finances in the new year coming up. Mark Biller joins us today to tell us how to do that. And then it's on to your calls at 800-525-7000. That's 800-525-7000. This is MoneyWise, biblical wisdom for your financial journey. Well, our friend Mark Biller is executive editor at Sound Mind Investing, where they've been busy coming up with their annual list of financial moves you can make in the new year. Mark, great to have you back on the program. Thanks, Rob. Good to be back with you. Mark, this is a great resource that you all post every year to help folks improve their financial picture. Uh, It's titled, of course, Your 10 Most Important Financial Moves for 2023, and folks can access it at soundmindinvesting.org. But it's not just a list of 10 things, is it? No, it's really a roundup of planning suggestions for the year ahead. And rather than providing a one-size-fits-all kind of list, Instead, we go ahead and serve up a broad range of ideas, and the idea there really is for the reader then to go through that list and pick their own personal top 10. And that, you know, will come from the 70 or so suggestions that we discuss in that article, but it makes it very tailored to each individual. And we've found over the years that people who are willing to do that and go through that exercise and then follow through on those specific items, really, it it helps them become a better steward of their resources and helps them move closer to their long-term goals. Yeah, that's helpful. All right. Well, you have these suggestions broken down into several categories. So let's go over them and perhaps you can give us an idea of what to expect in each. Uh, Mark, let's start with spiritual and financial fundamentals. Yeah, sounds good. And as we dive in, I should also note that there are links to additional articles and resources for each one of these suggestions on the SMI website. So if listeners hear something that they want more information on or they want to dig deeper on a particular topic, that's the best way to do it. Great. So diving right in, Rob, here are a few of the spiritual and financial fundamentals on the list. First and foremost, we've got acknowledge God as the Lord of your finances. Mm. And that's really the starting point of Christian stewardship and an important ongoing aspect of a deepening relationship with Christ. Second in that section, we've got make a plan for your financial journey. You know, on these programs together, we frequently discuss the need to develop a biblically sound, personalized money management strategy that will inform your spending, your saving, your investing, and your generosity. And then a third one from that section, Rob, is to resist financial temptations. You know, handling money well takes more than just learning the rules of good financial management. You've also got to practice and develop self-control. 
Now, thankfully, self-control is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. So as we draw closer to the Lord, that fruit should become increasingly manifest in our lives. Yeah, that's really helpful, Mark, and a great place to start. All right, the next category of financial moves is strengthening your financial foundation. What do you have for us there? Yeah, so this section is all about making sure that that foundation is fully in place. And if it isn't, this really is the place for people to concentrate their efforts in the year ahead. So a few suggestions here. First, take advantage of the world's most effective personal finance tool, and that is a budget. Now that may be unpopular, but a well-planned and well-executed budget really is the single best tool available for effective money management. Now, one new one to the list this year is to comparison shop for higher interest rates on your savings. Mm. Um, Over this last year, interest rates have moved from near zero a year ago to the four plus percent range today. So moving your money to a savings account, maybe at an online bank, uh, can meaningfully move the needle on the amount of interest a person can earn. And then kind of in that same vein, we've talked a number of times over the last year uh, about putting some of your savings in U.S. government I-bonds. I-bonds are paying inflation-adjusted rates that are well above most other bonds and other savings options. Now, they do have some restrictions, but very attractive in the right circumstances. Mark Biller is with us today. We're talking about their annual list of financial moves for 2023. Much more to come just around the corner. Stick around. Siri, what's the best way to save for college? Hmm, I'm not sure. Well, what does the Bible say about co-signing for a loan or investing for retirement? I don't know that either, but you can find those answers on the free MoneyWise app. Really? Sure. You can connect with the online community and get answers and encouragement from MoneyWise coaches. That sounds great. Siri, download the MoneyWise app. Got it. Learn Learn more more. at MoneyWise.org. Hey, Greg, I need some advice. Oh, what's up? I'm really struggling with finding ways to cut back. With costs going up, especially in healthcare, what do you guys do? Oh, uh, we use CHM, Christian Healthcare Ministries. It's a health cost sharing ministry that's been sharing members' eligible medical bills for over 40 years. Sure helped us stick to our budget. Hmm. Uh, here's the website chministries.org. C-A-C-H-Ministries.org. Thanks for joining us on MoneyWise. I'm Rob West. Joining me today, my friend Mark Biller, executive editor at Sound Mind Investing. You can learn more at soundmindinvesting.org. What if you had a top 10 list that was uniquely for you and your financial situation to make important moves for 2023 and really shore up your financial foundation and your role as a steward? Well, that's what Sound Mind Investing has made available from 70 or more suggestions, you can handpick your top 10 financial moves for 2023 in some key categories. Uh, Just before the break, we talked about category one, spiritual and financial fundamentals. The second one we talked about was strengthening your financial foundation. Uh, Mark, the third category is developing an investing plan. Uh, What do you have for us there? 
Yeah, no surprise. We've got a lot in this section. We've got 26 different suggestions in this this area. But the most important big idea here is Scripture encourages us to prepare for the needs of tomorrow without becoming hoarders. So all of these suggestions can help you invest as a faithful steward who acts with prudence and wisdom. So the first idea in this section is to identify obstacles that are holding you back from saving for retirement and start moving those out of the way. So some common roadblocks would be auto loans, expensive housing, generally poor money management. But honestly, Rob, often the biggest obstacle is just not having a financial plan or any measurable goals. And that's really the whole point of this top 10 list idea is to identify some of these key goals and then get to work. So the second idea in this section would be to get familiar with the foundational biblical precepts related to investing. Um, The Bible offers lots of timeless principles related to investing and managing our wealth. And by studying those and allowing those to become part of your thinking, you'll begin to be able to apply those ideas to the investing decisions that you face. Uh, Last one from this, this group is an SMI hallmark, and that's to become a better investor by using an inside-out approach. Now, Rob, you and I did a whole program on this a couple months ago. Yeah. So listeners may want to dig that one out of the archives for more information. But the big idea here is to make investment decisions based on your personal inside-out needs rather than on the outside-in expert opinions and market news. Yeah, that's really helpful. And then, Mark, as we build on this investing topic, I know you all have an entire section just on broadening your portfolio. Uh, What would you have our listeners know there? Yeah, so this section is more for those who are becoming an experienced investor, and they're looking to broaden their portfolio either to reduce risk or take advantage of market conditions. So a few examples from this section would be learning about investments beyond stocks and bonds. You know, we just had the worst year for a traditional 60-40 stock bond portfolio in about the last five decades. Now, fortunately, there are some other options available and learning about things like commodities, real estate, gold, just to name a few, that can really help add some additional diversification to a core portfolio. Now, on a similar note, uh, learning about some easy ways to hedge market downside may be worthwhile for some folks. Uh, SMI has discussed several of those techniques and products this year. And then a final one would be, um, you know, you might have to grapple with this whether or not you go through our list, but it's to understand some of the new investment options that are coming to a lot of employer-based retirement accounts. Now, I have to warn you, not all of these are necessarily good options, so it's really important to be informed about some of this new stuff coming down the pike. Yeah, that's exactly right. This is really helpful, Mark. Now, of course, no top 10 list in terms of financial moves would be complete without thinking about retirement, and I know looking toward retirement is our next category. Yeah, and this section has ideas like, taking advantage of the current bear market in stocks to convert traditional IRA money to a Roth IRA. 
you know, with investment account values down a lot this year for some people, it can be an attractive time to consider a traditional to Roth conversion mm. so that you can have more tax-free income down the road in retirement. Now, another example from this section would be assessing how much money you'll need to maintain your standard of living in retirement. We've got some helpful pointers on how to do that, how to look at that whole uh, situation for those that have that life transition on the horizon. Yeah, great. Uh, Mark, you, of course, have a ton of suggestions in, let's call it your miscellaneous section. It covers <laughs> yeah. children and college and insurance and a whole lot more. So I want folks to check that out when they read this article at soundmindinvesting.org. But I'd like to skip to what you call the most important section of all. What is it? Yeah, that's your relationship with God, Rob. There's there's just no substitute here uh, for this one. And first and foremost, the way that you improve that relationship with the Lord is to invest time in it. You know, the most important goal of a Christian steward is to know Jesus. He's the one who is the pearl of great price. Yeah. And valuing your relationship and your communion with him above your wealth and investments is really a key cornerstone to keeping all this financial stuff in perspective. And then one last parting thought as we kind of wrap up what's been a, a tough financial year for a lot of people, I would just say that if we trust in Jesus and bring our concerns to him, Christ will deliver us through the difficulties of life. You know, we can live in hope because we serve a God who's too strong to lose control of any situation. He's too wise to make mistakes, and he's too loving to ever abandon us. Mm, well, what a great reminder for us today. Mark, as we head into this new year, of course, uh, learning and growing in our understanding of biblical stewardship is so key. And uh, I've been so encouraged over the years through my own subscription to the SMI newsletter. I'd love for you just to share with our listeners quickly what that is and what they would get if they signed up. Yeah. Well, the newsletter membership, um, we have an actual physical newsletter that goes out every month, and then we also have an online membership where we're writing content constantly throughout the month. What we're trying to do is both educate folks, so we have a lot of folks who come in maybe not knowing a whole lot about investing, and then we've got folks all the way at the other end of the spectrum who know quite a bit about investing. But for all those folks, we're trying to educate uh, help people understand the investing world and landscape. And then on top of that, we're putting together very practical, tangible um, counsel on what they need to do in their own portfolios so they can follow along with us with our model portfolios. Excellent. And it's written by a team of writers, including Mark Biller, that really all want to bring you godly and biblical counsel so you can be a wise steward of your resources. Well, Mark, thanks for stopping by today with some great ideas for improving our finances in 2023. Mark, Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you. Thank you, Rob. Always my pleasure. That's Mark Biller, executive editor at Sound Mind Investing. We really just scratched the surface on what's in their terrific article, Your 10 Most Important Financial Moves for 2023. You can read the full article at soundmindinvesting.org. This is MoneyWise. For a bit longer anyway, we'll change our name in the new year. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. 
Do you ever feel stressed or anxious about money? If so, that's normal, but you don't have to accept that. You can find peace of mind and financial security. Learn how with the 31-day devotional, Money Seeking God's Wisdom. You'll find powerful scripture and practical exercises for spiritual and financial growth. You can request your copy with a gift of any amount. Would you consider a monthly or one-time gift by December 31st? Just visit moneywise.org give. Investing is more than just returns. It's an expression of who you are and what you value. Does the way you invest your money reflect your identity as a Christian? At Eventide, we design investments for performance and a better world, so you can invest with a confidence to reach your financial goals while remaining true to your Christian values and commitments. We call this investing that makes the world rejoice. More is available at investeventide.com. That's investeventide.com. Welcome back to Money Wise. I'm Rob West. Take your calls and questions here in our final segment today. Hey, as we head toward year end, this is a critical time for us as we hear from so many of you that support our work between now and the end of the year. We're trying to uh, hit a goal of what we need to see coming in to plan for next year. So if you'd like to consider a gift, you can do that on our website, moneywise.org. Just click give and thanks in advance. Let's head back to the phones. Tampa, Florida, WKES. Hey, Sharice, how can I help you? Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. So I am interested in purchasing a home. I have gone through the pre-qualification process. The home is about three sixty-four. Uh, I'm only planning to put down five grand, which is what they require, and then uh, accelerate the payments. They're telling me my monthly payments uh, would be approximately eighteen to nineteen hundred a month. Um, I'm hoping to lock in an interest, well, initially lock in an interest rate at about 525 and then refinance um, later on when the interest rates hopefully go down. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. You know, I mean, generally speaking, Sharice, I like the idea of uh, putting more down. Is this a VA loan? Is that what I'm seeing in my notes? Yes, sir. Yeah. So obviously with the VA, you don't have a down payment required and you don't have the private mortgage insurance. So that is one benefit. And then there's lower closing costs and you should be able to get a competitive rate. And certainly what you're describing is the downside is, especially in a market like this with housing prices dipping. And I think we'll see more next year, especially if we get into a full blown recession, which if the Fed continues on this current track, I think is almost unavoidable. We could easily see housing prices take a dip. We could see 10%. We could see a bit more. So you could find yourself in a position where you're upside down. And I think, you know, other than you needing a place to live and you perhaps finding the home you want, which is a good reason to, you know, go ahead with it. Generally speaking, I would say, given that you don't have the down payment I would like, which I'd like for you to have 20%. And given that the trajectory right now on home prices is down, I'd rather you hold off, continue to save, and then buy perhaps a year or two down the road when housing prices are probably a bit lower and hopefully you can get closer to that 20% down. But if you're saying, listen, you know, rent prices are high too, and I get that. They're, they're certainly elevated right now, even though they, they're cooling as well. Uh, and I've found the home and, you know, I can afford it. It fits into my budget. You certainly can do that. Um, it's just not the ideal and you have to recognize 
recognize that going into this, uh, you know, you could find yourself in a position where you are upside down. And even though the closing costs are limited with the VA loan, they, they're still real. And so there's a cost to you refinancing depending on how quickly you're looking to do that. Does all that make sense? Yes, sir. It really does. I really appreciate okay. that. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's stay in Florida. Barbara, you're next on the program. How can I help you? Yes, uh, good afternoon. I just wanted to ask a real quick question. My daughter is a 45, and uh, she doesn't have a 401k or um, a pension. So I wanted to know, would it be, I wanted to help her, would it be uh, wise for me to open an, an annuity so that when she gets to retirement age, it'll grow until then, and she'll have a steady uh, income coming in? Is she self-employed, Barbara? Uh, no. Not not okay. not anymore. She used to be, and then she's yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she just doesn't have access to a retirement plan at work. No. Okay, um, so is there any retirement options at all at her place of employment? Actually, she just started a new job. There, there may be. You know, uh, just backtrack on that. They may, they may be, but she doesn't have anything much. Um, okay, that's starting out. Yeah. Um, well, I, I like, you know, her opening a retirement plan at work much better than an annuity. She's young. She's got time on her side. I mean, you know, she's 20 years plus away from retirement, probably. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of annuities where you're kind of combining insurance with the savings vehicle. They're complicated and, uh, you know, they, uh, tend to be somewhat expensive. And and for that reason, I'd rather her be in a 401k at work where she's trying to get 10 to 15%. Um, you know, there is a place for an annuity, especially when you've maxed out all other options in retirement plans, then it's a way to keep money growing for you on a tax deferred basis. Or if somebody just doesn't want to take any risk and wants to transfer that to the insurance company. But uh, apart from that, I think she's going to do better, uh, you know, in a retirement plan. Now, obviously, she'd have to limit her lifestyle in a way that allows her to make that salary deferral, which is going to lower her paycheck. If you wanted to be of assistance in helping her do that, you could cover some of her expenses that allows her to reduce her overall expenses so that she could then do the salary deferral into the 401k and get by on that lower check because, you know, you're providing some assistance if you were going to do the same thing through the annuity. I just think the 401k would be a better long-term investment option for her. Okay. Thank you so much. Okay, Barbara. Thanks for calling. We appreciate you listening. Uh, To our final caller of the day, Sleepy Hollow, Illinois. Enrique, how can I help you? Yes, hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I've got a unique situation. Uh, we currently live in this home here in Sleepy Hollow that I have a line of credit on. Uh, and uh, so I'm using uh, part of the line of credit, uh, about 25K, uh, to purchase a new home that my wife uh, really likes a lot, and, and I do too, and, and the family. So uh, uh, fortunately, I was able to rent the house um, that we currently live in in three days. And, um, you know, so I'll be profiting about $500 every month. Uh, and then, so that $500, I plan to then pay down the line of credit. Uh, I used about 22,000 to, you know, th- that's going to be the total of the new purchase. And, uh, I've been around the block with, uh, as a landlord for many, many years. So I, I know all the ins and outs and, you know, all the stories and stuff. 
that tenants, sure. uh, you know, make uh, bring up and yeah, stuff. Yeah, let me ask you, Enrique, did you, uh, when you bought that new place, I know you put the 22000 down from the line of credit. Where did the other money come from, a mortgage or did you have cash? Okay, so I'm getting a loan of the new home. So okay. the new home is, uh, so yeah, I'm going to get a mortgage. So you're you're doing 100% financing between the line of credit and the new mortgage? Yeah, so on the new mortgage, um, I am putting 5% down, uh, which it comes out to about 22000 or so. Yeah. And I'm but using that, that from the, the line of credit. credit. Yeah. So I'm not a I'm not a big fan of this approach, uh, just because I think you're kind of stretched a little thin here. I would have rather you sell this property. I mean, I realize you have experienced as a uh, a landlord, and you've got good money that's going to be able to pay this down in a short period of time. So all that makes sense. But at the end of the day, you are 100% financing this new home in a period where housing prices are headed down. So I would just be careful and know that uh, if you lose that tenant, you could put yourself in a really tight spot. Um, unfortunately, I'm out of time. We appreciate your call today, Enrique. Thank you to Dan, Gabby, Amy, and Robert. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Moneywise is provided by Moneywise Media and listeners like you.